This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UA podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. A Sunday special. We love the Sunday special. It's a little bite-sized, fun episode. Exactly. And if anyone you know is dealing with a similar issue, it's a great way to just, you don't have to send them the whole long episode with just a, a small part that they relate to. You can send them just... This episode, one topic, right? you get it all. And this kind of, this email hovers around something that is you up specific, the reveal. Yes. Something we've talked about before. I, I think we should explain it before we get into it. What the reveal is? The reveal yes. is letting someone know how you feel and then letting them tell you how that makes right. them feel. The the reveal is our our version of, of DTR. Yeah, it was. It's, it's a, a response to yes. the, the the define the relationship talk. The talk. Yes. Because listen, as someone who has been approached with, what are we conversation? I've had that brought to my desk. Because what are we is a question. Defining the relationship is seems like it's a question. If you right. asking the person you're dating, are you my boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Are we exclusive? So on. Yeah, and. And Sorry. usually that person hasn't said that because they don't know either. Right. But what the reveal does right. is it changes the nature of the conversation. I, and the reveal could be anything. I have decided I'm deleting the dating apps. I'm going to concentrate on what we're doing here. That's a reveal. Yes. I'm letting you know, I'm revealing something I've done. And that doesn't get into the weeds of what's next. That doesn't ask any questions because you, I, I, I just know if we want to, like, to me, I think of you as my boyfriend. I'm deleting the apps. Right. It takes one person to be in a relationship. I do believe that. (laughs) You could be in a relationship. You could be in a relationship with someone right now and not even know it. Have no idea. That's true. And then you'd go, oh, and and if someone came to me and was like, I'm in a relationship. If someone came to me, it was like, and the, the, the secret of the reveal is shutting the fuck up. Okay. Okay. That's the part that is hardest to do of them all. So you say, I am, if someone's saying to me, I am in a relationship with you, I would go, okay. And then if they didn't say another word, I would be left to chew on that information. That you have a girlfriend. That someone (laughs) believes they are my girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) And I would have to say, I'd have to think about that. I got to. Let it toss around in my brain. Okay. And then I'm going to have to do something. I could go on as usual and say nothing. That'd be and a little weird. A, and then you have a girlfriend. But I would... If, no, I were the, if I were the one who revealed that to you, that... I would be like, you're okay, my, you're my girlfriend right. now. Yeah. And and I, I could never deny that. Right. I could... And and well, in down the line, if I was like, well... And, and you were like, well, you're still on the dating apps. I would have to answer to, well, you didn't... 
you don't think that's mean to do to someone who says they're your girlfriend? You know, the, right. the, I'm saying it, the, the thing is people don't understand about the reveal is that these conversations work themselves out because of the reveal. Well, the reveal causes it to be an opt out situation instead of an opt in situation. Right. You know, they say with like, for example, the organ donation, you're not automatically an organ donor. You have to check the box that says, I want to donate my organs right. in order for you to be an organ donor. But the default is that you're not an organ donor. Right. So what this creates is now you've it, you've changed it from an opt-in situation where you have to tell me that we're yes. dating. I've now made it that you have to, you have to check the we're not dating box if you want to not be dating. I love that. That's a perfect way to explain it because I would have to go, well... I'm sorry, I'm not in the same place as you. you right. And and that's the whole point of shutting shutting up when you say I have deleted the apps. Yes. Okay. And then someone else go, okay, I have not. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> they have to opt out. Right. They they gotta opt out. I have not deleted the apps. I'm not joining you on the next the next station yeah. on this train that is us moving forward. So and people don't like doing the they opt for what are we instead of the reveal because it's easier to ask someone else questions to that you don't have the answer to well it's a it's a less vulnerable position right because to do the reveal is to say i like you and i'm you know i'm admitting that i feel strongly for you i'm playing a card i'm totally. playing my i'm putting my cards on the table mm -hmm. um so that's why it's really scary because a lot of people are scared of the response and they're scared the response is i'm not there and then now they have to make the decision right instead of the decision being made for them i know and it's so funny it's like you know we have a lot of women that write in and a lot of guys get you know accused of like you know acting aloof and then the mm -hmm. woman has to dump herself yes um All but in there even right <laughs> but the the talk is kind of a female version or another version of acting aloof and having your questions, the hard work done for you. How so? If you're asking someone, what are we? That's not you saying what you think we are. Right. So you're asking someone else to do the work. To say, to, to, to say what you are. Yeah. Opt in. Yes. <laughs> and then in the acting aloof part where you break up with yourself, you're asking someone else to opt out for you. Right. Opt in, opt out. That's a great way to put it. I think. Yeah. I mean, the default is no one that gets the paperwork. Right. And everyone, right. the default is whatever the default is, is that we're not, the default is we're not dating until we, until someone says that we are right. But when someone starts filling out the paperwork, the other person is forced to fill out their own. Yeah. Time for you to sign. And, yeah. and, and a lot of this, the negative Nancys and the negative Neds out there will try and come back. What the, the response I get a lot to the reveal that bothers me because it's in the extremes. I listen, th this might sound like I'm a, you know, a positive Peter. Okay. <laughs> but I believe in, I believe in humanity. Okay. Most people do not like being with someone they know they're on a different page then. This is about smoking someone out and letting them know where you are. And if you are on a different page, if you're on chapter 10 and I'm on chapter casual, right? I don't believe most people want to sit in chapter casual while knowing someone else is in chapter relationship. 
So that's why they end up ending it. It might not happen in the minute you say it. They might go along with you. You might say, I like you. I've deleted the apps. And they go, and they're just, oh, right. You know, oh, great. That sounds awesome. Interesting. And then a week later, they come back and end it. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. That's a that's actually a more normal that thing. That happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, I've had so, that happen. You've had that, right? Yeah, I I I've done that. Well, you've said okay. Sounds good. Like, I'm positive. Let me Peter. chew on that. Yeah, let me let me bring it home. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go back that's to awesome. the drawing board. I'm gonna do right. some numbers, crunch the numbers, and then I come back and I go. Well, here's the. I'm not where you here's are. Here's another reason people don't do the reveal. Mm. And a big part of it is that in order to do the reveal, you have to be at the point where you are willing to leave. Lose the person, yeah. If you don't get the answer. And the issue is that sometimes, the worst thing in in my experience, and I've done this, that can happen after the reveal is you do the reveal, the person says not on that page, and then you continue to, (laughs) because you can't help yourself because it's a drug for you. Right, you go back, you go, oh, you're not on chapter relationship? Forget you it. Flip through the book and you go. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll me either. Yeah, I'll reread chapter casual. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that is hard. That's yeah, that the happens thing, a lot. Because then you look worse than before the reveal. Before right. the reveal, you could at least live in ignorant bliss. If you right. had a kind of, if you kind of had a hunch that it wasn't going there, you could tell yourself whatever story you wanted to tell yourself. But once you have that information, now you're kind of like, all right, my choice is to kind of keep doing this and look like an idiot to myself mm-hmm. or maybe to the other people around me also if I care, but mostly to myself or I can, if I'm not see this person, which if I'm having, it's better than nothing. So it feels really hard to do that. I would argue this happens a lot in the, what are we conversation as well? What okay. are we? Oh, I'm just having fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, you know, I like going out with you, but I'm not, let's be, exclusive but not a relationship to me that's bullshit exclusive yeah i don't even know what the fuck that means you know that's if you're not trying to pursue other people then you're together i agree with that right yeah so it's like what's the difference at this point when then and to me exclusive not a relationship is a pre-breakup in terms of okay let's be exclusive but not in a relationship That'll make it easier for me, me to get couple, out of this. Right, that'll buy me a couple more weeks while I, while I figure out how to end this. Right. Yeah. Or and I sit in that zone until you want even an inch more. And I go, I told you I wasn't ready for a relationship. We should just blow this thing up. So right. you, you're basically easing someone into the breakup that's coming. Yeah. You're in or you're out. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. 
Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's read the email let's do it i think we got a good one before we get into it guys our youtube page is already out you can watch the chicago show um on our youtube page betches.co slash youtube um, and our first episode is going to be out this Wednesday, our first lot, like YouTube record, video recorded full you up episode. I love that we made this into an event. I love that we did yeah. a very special opening with our YouTube channel. It is a live Chicago show. You can't get that anywhere else. We've put our live shows on the podcast stream yes in the past so you get to feel what it's like to be in the room with us watch the show it's a, it's beautifully done the show is high energy i want you guys to please go watch it and subscribe i'm so excited the future of the show shines bright once again it's just like this is the next avenue for us and i really think there's people out there i said this on last episode you weren't a podcast person and then you got into this show yeah you might not be a youtube person Hey, maybe I'll, maybe we're your Sherpa for the next land that has not been conquered. And we will guide you there. That's yes. right. So come with us. Hold our hand. What is the song? Hold, I don't know. Hold my, my hand. Hootie, yeah, yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, great song. Love, Love that Hootie. song. They're great. Where are they? I would go to a concert. I would go to a Hootie and the Blowfish right? concert. There is no question. Let, I have to go now Google if they're on tour. I'm going to listen like to a lot that. of those 90s bands are on tour. Yes, Hootie went more country. Interesting. Great version of Wagon Wheel. Love Maddie. Wagon Wheel. Hootie is Darius Record to another generation. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Darius Rucker's Hootie. <laughs> yeah. His name isn't Hootie? No, it's Darius Rucker. Well, it's funny. Maddie from our... our Maddie from Gen Z. Gen Z. The Maddie. French Quarter of Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting from Gen Z, Maddie. Uh, Darius Rucker is like kind of what he's known as... It, uh, his name, but also what he's known country. as now. He's more in the country world. Interesting. So he he uh, he abandoned the blowfish. I guess so. Okay. I'd want to know where the blowfish. I got to do some Wikipediaing after this uh, this episode wraps. Well, here's the thing: Do I do Hootie and the Blowfish shuffle on Spotify when I leave here, or do I do Darius Rucker? 
maybe I go. I do I go Gen? Do I go do cross generational millennial or Gen Z? What do I choose? Zillennial, I think, as they call it. I'm also on the road, people. If you're listening to this right now, thank you for everyone that came to the Chicago show. I'm going to be in Buffalo this weekend, Detroit, Michigan, Albany, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, Maryland, also known as Timonium, also known as McGoobies, Richmond, Virginia, and Boston, Boston, Boston. I'm coming home. Get out, you Duncans. We'll go to Market Basket. Let's have a laugh. Let's do it. All right, let's get an email. Hi, J&J. Love the pod and hope you'll come do a live show in D.C. soon. I did shows in D.C. last weekend. Oh, so much fun. D.C.? Let me tell everyone out there. If you live in D.C., I'm probably not going to be back for a long time. Um, <laughs> I love it so much. I am right? I won't be back. Well, I'm out of material. I was there twice in one year, which is unheard of for a comedian. To the people who came, thank you. Also, go support the D.C. Improv. What like one of my favorite clubs. I had just such a wonderful weekend there. The whole staff. I like DC. Great club. Love DC. We'll have to go back to we DC. gotta do a live show there. We yeah, should. they would love it. We've definitely been, I think, in twenty nineteen, but we'll have to go back. We know one person who's coming to the DC right, show. There. We'll see after this email if she's still coming. That's right. <laughs> I recently started seeing a guy who I really hit it off with from the get go. Backstory. We met on Hinge, but both went to the same college and have mutual friends. We're both twenty eight. I've dated around a ton, and this was honestly the best dating has ever gone for me in the beginning. However, about a month in, this guy had to leave the country for three weeks for work, and I found out that I needed to have this major surgery that would leave me pretty incapacitated and unable to work for a few months. I have some pretty serious chronic health issues that left me with a PTSD diagnosis and have caused a lot of issues in relationships in the past, so this was truly a very triggering and stressful situation for me. I even suggested to this guy several times that we stop seeing each other while I was recovering and then pick things up again in a month or so once I'd be more fun to be around, but he insisted that he really wanted to support me. He left for his work trip about a week before my surgery, but continued calling me every day. A couple days before my surgery, while we were FaceTiming, he randomly brought up that he had ended things with another girl he'd been talking to and that he had stopped seeing other people. I responded admittedly very rudely by asking him why he was telling me this. He told me that he was trying to be vulnerable and share where he was at with me and asked what my thoughts were about it since I am, quote unquote, very hard to read. I pretty much just laughed off his comments, told him that men like me because I'm so hard to read and changed the subject. I know I'm a terrible person, but I was completely caught off guard by him bringing this up after only a month of dating and right before I was about to have surgery. To make matters worse, when we were getting off the phone, he said, do me a favor and don't tell your girlfriends about what I said earlier. I'm kind of embarrassed about it now. To which I responded, don't worry, I haven't even told my friends about you yet. Oh my God. This is uh, not nice. After spending some time thinking about the convo and realizing what a monster I am, I tried to bring it up again the next day. Before I could even get out an apology, he told me to forget what he said. Instead, I sent him the attached WhatsApp message, which was my attempt at being vulnerable. Let's read the message and then I'll get back to the okay. email. So she says, I know you said I'm hard to read. So I just wanted to say that I do really like you and I've enjoyed all the time we've spent together. I just wish we didn't meet at such a bad time. I've had a lot of issues with relationships, friendships, romantic family, etc. throughout my life because of my health issues. So I tend to be pretty distant from people when I'm dealing with health stuff. I'm trying to be better about it, but it's very hard for me. So if I'm distant or cold towards you after the surgery, it's just because of that and not because I'm not into you or whatever. Thanks so much for being open with me. I've really enjoyed spending time with you. 
and I'm excited to do scary movie marathons. And if you ever need space, I won't take a personal smiley face. Did you sleep well? I at least got some sleep. Okay, so they had this conversation. After my surgery, we kept in touch, but I felt like he was a bit more distant with me, although this was hard to gauge since I was high on pain meds, etc. Once he got back from his work trip, we kept hanging out, although I couldn't do much other than lay on the couch and watch movies. He even came over on my first night back from his trip, which I thought was on his first night back from his trip, which I thought was a good sign that he was still interested in me. Of course, things weren't as great as they had been in the beginning, but I figured it was because of everything I was dealing with, and he had also just accepted a new job, which seemed to be really stressing him out. However, after a few more hangouts, he came over and told me that he just didn't feel the same way about me as he did in the beginning. I reacted pretty angrily and defensively. Again, not the best move, but once again, I felt like this conversation came out of nowhere, and he ultimately decided that it was best for us to go to our to go our separate ways. It's been about two weeks now and I haven't heard from him since our pretty long and emotional breakup talk. I can't stop thinking about how poorly I handled his reveal that he wasn't seeing other people and wondering if that's the reason he ultimately ended things. I still think it was too early to be talking about exclusivity, but I wish I had responded in a kinder and more affirming way. Is it possible that that conversation just made him too insecure to want to keep seeing me? I tried bringing this up during our last convo, but he got defensive and said that he didn't have any ulterior motives or expect anything from me during that conversation. But he also said that at the time he wanted to be in a committed relationship with me, but that something had changed while he was away on his trip and he didn't feel that way anymore. I also feel like it's kind of insane that he expected for things to feel the same way when I just had such a major surgery and could barely even get out of bed. Under normal circumstances, I would never reach out to someone who had ended things with me, but I can't shake the feeling that I'm the one who messed things up by responding the way I did. So was it my rejection that started this downward spiral, or was it just the usual guy is super into a new and exciting thing, but then loses interest once he spent more time with me? Is it worth reaching out to him again and seeing if he'd want to meet up for drinks, or should I just let this one go and get back on the apps yet again? Keep up the the hard work solving dating. Sincerely, a regretful fetch. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Well, this is a very nice email. I mean, mm. it's the self-aware. It's a self-aware. Yeah. It's, the situation's tough. Um, I like the, you know, it's a tough subject. It is interesting. It's like this guy did like the playbook that yeah. we just talked about. He looks at this woman. He goes, I'm telling you where I am. How does that make you feel? Right. He And then she doesn't really, um, I think she needs to admit she's not on the same page as him. Yeah. And... I think in to me sometimes you don't realize the the hard part of relationships is like you're trying to figure out sometimes it takes interpersonal things to happen for you to realize maybe I need some help with where I am emotionally. Mm-hmm. To me it sounds like this person needs to go to professional therapy. Totally. Um yeah. and I don't mean that we're not professionals. I mean, she's I, she's saying herself that she had an a, an issue with with PTSD and that this health this chronic health issue creates some emotional issues for her. Absolutely, yeah. and you can see by the way she reacted when she became, you know, fearful. She kind of lashed out at him mm-hmm. and made it. And and again, you go, I and she's like, I should I call him again to get drinks? I think you need to like process you know, process own, yeah. yeah processes and go. Hey, I'm not ready for someone to reveal how they feel about me because it's okay to say like, "Hey, I'm not on the same page as you," and for that reason, maybe we should take a break. Mm-hmm. And instead of, I, I, I to, to me, it seems like she's more attracted to him now that he has pulled away, mm. which is an anxious, you know, an anxious avoidant kind of like trap sort of situation where that happens in a lot of relationships. Yeah, where you're. Or a lot of women are attract, are somewhat more of, more attracted by the idea of like is the mystery of is he into me, is he not? And mm-hmm. it sounds like that was a big part because when he, he told you that, you were turned off by it. You said yourself you were like pretty mean and shut it down pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And then to me, she's not really thinking about her own actions and her own attraction to him. She's saying, why is he suddenly less into me like how can he judge this because like i've just been on the couch it's nothing to do with you being on the couch no i think it has a lot more to do with you saying i you know him him being vulnerable with you you shutting him down pretty quickly and i think people who are a little bit more healthy and secure when someone they reveal themselves to someone and then that person shuts them down or doesn't make them feel good about it they become less attracted to the person right it's a new reveal right yeah. That's, then he finds out this about you. And even in your text, your text was your follow-up text was definitely nice, but you still said, if I'm distant or cold towards you after this surgery, like you're telling him that's how that's who you are. 
And he's not someone who's turned on by someone who's distant and cold. He's someone right. who's turned on by someone who likes him. Right. And it feels more, I, I hate to say it's personal. It's not. He's going through, it, it, he's living in where he's the main character of the movie. Mm-hmm. So he's going through this and he's going, oh, you know what? And and the fact that, you know, it's interesting that he was like, I was seeing someone else and now I'm putting them aside to concentrate on this. And there's like, why are you telling me this? It's like, well, right. yeah, the, I, the, I guess that could be icky to hear that I'm out in this dating world, but I've made a decision and I'm looking to move forward with you. Oh, I don't know why you, you know, right. oh, lots of guys are find me hard to read. You go. Right. No vulnerability uh, on her end. Right. And then yeah. you go, oh, I guess, you know, because when you're dating, you're getting the, the you know, the, 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 the stage act of someone. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like when you're on first and second date, hey, I like you, you like me. And then you go, I, I'm going to really concentrate on this. And then it goes, and then real things happen. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, this is. I didn't like the way you reacted to that. Right. Or, and now uh, I have to I'm readjust. Learning more about you. I'm learning more about you. Yeah. And, you know, I like what you said about like blame, you know, that he's just not there anymore. Yeah. Cause I think he's turned off by that. Well, which will- well, you said something about like just the idea that he, she isn't blaming. She's not like taking ownership that like he can have taste. Taste is an ongoing thing. Yeah. That it's one day he's it can't like she's saying one day he's into me and then all of a sudden he's right. so quickly not into me. It's like, no, he learned all this. He was into you and then he mm-hmm. learned all this information about what it's like to be into you. And he's and he's saying and to make it less personal to her, because I do don't believe it's like he's not like I don't believe that you are not worthy like i i hope she doesn't take that no, this that's way. not what i'm saying right, yeah, i know you're not right, saying yeah. that but i i think like the idea of like hey we are obviously not in the same space we're not the match right now mm-hmm. and i'm looking for a certain puzzle piece to fit the puzzle piece that i am currently and you are not that puzzle piece at this moment that's why you know and she probably sitting here without him is aspirational Mm-hmm. to be that puzzle piece. Now she's like, oh, I messed up a good thing. That's a good piece that I could have yeah. connected to if I wasn't. But you're not ready. That's the thing. Yeah, you need to go and speak to people about, again, the issues she brought up in the beginning, which are very serious. Yeah, and ask, and I think a big part of that, what you could learn in ongoing therapy is why why does someone saying that they're that they like me kind of like, turned me off so much because mm. when I got that re- initial reaction to her it seemed like she was turned off by that right. and that's something I used to feel too there was something like that the the person who was rejecting me was more exciting than the person who was into me um, the person who was withholding um, affection was like was be- I was more attracted to that that's why I dated people that's why you get in these situationships because you're kind of like I don't like I almost almost like don't want to be treated Right. In a way that someone makes me feel like I'm special. Like, what's wrong with them? Well, Why that, do they want to date me? I could understand yeah. that she's bedridden. Yeah. You know, she says that she's sick and, you know, going through something. You can feel a lot of like when you're sick, you don't feel really high on yourself. Yeah. And you're like, well, now he's coming over, you know, while I, you know. What's wrong with him? Right, what's wrong right. with him? Yeah. Right. And then now he goes, you know what? I don't think we're ready. And now it's he's elevated because he's gone. Yeah. I think it's it's a self esteem thing, and you can right. it can it's weird because it can appear like why would I why would it be low self esteem if I'm the one rejecting him mm-hmm. in the beginning? But it actually is low self esteem because you're kind of again she's not saying this, but I'm inferring it just because mm-hmm. that's how I probably in some 
scenarios have reacted like that where I'm like, this person's into me. Now I'm dumping them because I think there's something wrong with them right. because they're so into me. Right. Which is actually like a low self-esteem thing masked as, as high self-esteem. Truth. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. That's why this is like such a difficult email because I can even reading her response to him, you're like, oh, but like he's not yours to have. Yeah, I I really don't believe that she's in a place. And again, you know, that's why everyone's like, you know, when someone's like, oh, what a fuck boy. And I'm like, well, you know, everyone's this guy is not a fuck boy. I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying everyone is something to someone. Mm -hmm. This guy might be looking at her being like. She was so mean to me. When I, yeah. you know, when I came, you know, came to her with this information, you know, and oh, I'll, you know, whenever you, he could this walk. Would be more, if I was in the, in his position and I said this to someone, I'm, I'm, I was seeing someone, I'm not seeing them anymore. I want to focus on them. And they were like, why are you telling me this? I haven't even told my friends about you. Right. I would be like, this doesn't feel good. Well, not at all. And, <laughs> and, and you would say like, if he walked away going, yeah, all these women hate when men show their emotions. <laughs> right that's kind of what people do with like with guys with fuck boy you know like yeah. they, you know so that is just not the case he she is that to him mm -hmm. until someone until she is not that to someone else right she's gonna get through this she's gonna yeah. go and i hope she seeks therapy i hope she works through her issues i hope she's well and gets back on her feet and doing gets healthy and then at some point this will be a memory to be learned from yeah. You know, and and that's the shitty part about dating is that someone might be going through something or not ready, but they got to put themselves out there because they got to find someone. Right. And, and they feel and like it's they need to or, it's the, or they don't know that they're thinking about things in a way that isn't mentally healthy. Right. I mean, I. I've been in situations where you, you go, you do like a. You know, tell me, you know, tell someone like something personal. Yeah. And then 
and telling someone something personal is a reveal of sorts. Yeah, I trust vulnerable. you with this information. Yeah. And then their response is like, not so personal. Right. <laughs> and you go, and then you go, I guess uh, we're not there or maybe we're not th- again we're connecting in that way yeah right and and in their mind they're going wow they told me something so personal and then in your mind you're going that kind of was right. a bust it's a, yeah that's <laughs> right? a two ways right you didn't make me feel good about the thing that i said that was personal right it's part it's all part of the the game and we you know we tell each other personal things we have our benefits episodes mm-hmm. twice a month if i if if one person had spilled an emotional story and the other person was like yep <laughs> like that would you know what I mean that would right. you'd be less likely to tell someone something else again or you the relationship would be different than if you feel like what you're saying is being received in a way that is like nurturing that and that's the whole point with this guy where he yeah. goes I revealed and that got crushed yeah and now I'm trying my best to reveal again not really feeling it anymore mm-hmm. don't feel like going through that again so i'm going to back out i'm going to i'm going to break up with someone and also she even says in her text like again like when if someone was like yeah if i'm distant and cold that's not about you it's like well i'm not looking for a right. life of it doesn't matter of, 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 with an ice cube you know right. like i i kind of want a life with someone who's ready to open up with me and she might be that later or maybe or maybe someone who prefers cold ends up with her, you know. The, right. But this is—it's not that you messed up; it's that you're growing as a person yeah. and learning these things. And I do think the follow-up text was a form of growth because maybe in the past she wouldn't have said something like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I do just think that was even reaching out. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. a that was a step towards vulnerability. So I don't want to say that she's like completely has not done anything redeemable here because I do think that was. She's trying to explain herself or why she has these tendencies, which, you know, aren't the best. She's recognizing them. That's in the land of live and learn. And yeah, Yeah. and some people, and again, your point is so valid because it's like her version of opening up. Yeah, but he's ahead. He's he's in a different place of open up for you. You're right. Like if, if someone was like, well, now I'm trying, I'd be like, well, again, this isn't where I'm at. Right. Or you're revealing to me that you don't have qualities that I'm clearly, she's, he clearly values vulnerability. He's right. doing it right away. So if you're saying that's not something that I'm necessarily as huge on my list of values, then maybe, again, you just figured out that you're less of a match than you thought you were. Right. Right. This is a tough one. It's a, it's very like it, it's in the land of serious, but it's relatable to someone right. who's maybe just like, are you off the apps? Yeah. You know, like I, I mean, I, I've, I've had a similar experience, I think, where I have felt like back when I was far less vulnerable or when mm-hmm. I would, you know, kind of be shutting down people who were vulnerable towards me or like thinking that that was a sign of weakness, which mm-hmm. it kind of, again, feels like that's a little bit of what she's saying. And then that person being turned off by my rejection of their vulnerability and I think in my mind, because everyone thinks that everyone, especially when you're younger, thinks that everyone thinks exactly the same way as them. Right. Where I'm like, oh, I was like, I was more rejecting of them. Why aren't they more into me? Because that's mm. how I would have felt. I would have felt more into someone who was like, um, not treating me or showing me that they weren't as into me. Absolutely. Absolutely. But other people who are like secure and healthy and like want a real relationship and know how to interact with people, they're turned off by that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. It's... uh. It's, I, I mean, this podcast exists because it's difficult. Yeah. So it's, uh, I hope this person does seek some sort of 
therapy in some way or yeah it's a lot of and and to figure out why she feels that why why she felt so scared of that right of that initial text because that's a big that's a much more interesting bigger question than why this guy um didn't not yeah not well, 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 should i go to get drinks with him no yeah. <laughs> the bigger question is yeah, why right. didn't you why didn't you want to why why didn't that feel good to you why did that feel so shitty absolutely <laughs> well we solved dating again jordana we did it. We do it every week. And people, share. Let people know. So proud of I mean, us. So proud of us. We solve dating every week. And this is a good episode to send someone new to the podcast because we go over the reveal, which is kind of like a big part of the show. We talk about it a lot. Yeah, I agree. So right. we'll be back uh, on Wednesday with a full episode on YouTube. Check it out. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.